Welcome aboard, Captain. Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we analyze, discuss, and probe Star Trek IV, The Voyage Home, one minute at a time. I'm Chris LaSalle. And I'm David Stoker. Hey, Dave. Chris. How you doing? Good. How are you? Fine. It's raining. Oh, sorry to hear that. Not where I am at. Uh-oh. Just gave away. <laughs> We're not in the same place. The magic of technology. Yes. All right. Well, here we are. We're talking about minute 68 of The Voyage Home. Uh, minute 68 starts with Jillian talking about outer space and ends a minute later with Jillian talking about all the tea in China. If you didn't know the movie, could you, you know, before we start, you know, could you connect <laughs> the dots of how we got from outer space to China? <laughs> Is that like six degrees of uh, Kevin Bacon? Yeah, or, you know, that word game you play, like, you know, change the word, oh. you know, hot to cold in four moves. You know, that kind of silly stuff. Yeah. Sure. Hmm. hmm. All right, here we go. 68. I like it. Yes. It's a good one. Uh, yeah, I, again, I said I said the last minute that I love the rapport between Jillian and, and Kirk here, and I, th- I feel like they don't disappoint at all here, again. And I think that we get some good laughs, and... Uh, you know, <clears throat> I, I I would have to wonder, uh, you know, as we get into talking about this minute, what it would be like, you know, to be a person from whether you're from the future, or outer space or whatever, mm-hmm. um, how you would explain that to someone like us to I make see. us believe you. I would what I would do. Um, is I would do some, you know, Bill and Ted kind of move where I would uh, tell my story, tell the truth. I'm from the future. Right. Here's what I'm here to do. And I I can prove it, you know, and say in three seconds, the waiter over there is going to trip and drop his pizza. And boom, he trips and drops his pizza. And then I have to make a note and say, remember when I get back to go back in time again and trip that waiter. (laughs) So I would do that kind of, that's how I would yeah. prove who I am. Ooh. But it's like that, you know, uh, you know, time travel, there's those, aren't there, aren't there things out there like people leave signs up or something like, dear time travelers, you know, please come back here on this date and, you know, to prove that you exist, mm-hmm. right? It's like a challenge for people like, to, huh. uh, maybe people in the future come back in time to this point on this date and prove it, prove that time travel works. Right. Um, which I'm not going to rule it out. I know the science, you know, the science brain, the science brain that I have says eh, probably isn't going to work. But then the rest of my nerd kid brain is like, time travel totally works. I can't sure wait. To, I can't wait to see it happen. How do you? Uh, do you know? Have you thought about how you would explain yourself? I don't know. I think it would be yeah, it'd be a little. Uh, I think it would be hard because obviously we don't want to believe that, you know, there are people from outer space or, or maybe we do want to believe that there are people from outer space, but then let alone from the future. 
Because clearly, if you're coming back to me, something has gone wrong. Well, I think today, like today, you could probably get away with, you know, Kirk's line, you know, I'm from Iowa, I only work in outer space. You could right. get away with that and probably make it believable, right? We've, we've got people now that they're in the International Space Station for, right, you know, long stretches of time. So, you should, so I might buy that if somebody said, oh, yeah, I work in outer yeah. space. Oh, really? Tell me about that. How does that work? You know, where? Yeah. Um, but the, uh, you know, saying they came from the late 23rd century, I would be like, yeah, no. Yeah. Show me what you got. Like you're wearing <laughs> some cool outfit with material I've never seen before. Yeah. Oh, you've got a communicator. Not... Well, check out this iPhone. Right. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, I, think fa- I think the phaser would be a hard thing to not believe. Here, let me cut that door in half. <laughs> cool. See that? Wa- see that waiter over there? <laughs> That's your demo. Gonna now kill a waiter. A, now he's a ball of salt. <laughs> Ball of salt. Enjoy your nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think if people came back the, in time to like our time, do you think it's like a vacation destination to mingle with us? You may, oh, like in like uh, mess with us? You know, I mean, yeah, you know, like how people think of like Westworld, like people going to Westworld, like mm-hmm. going to the old West. There's no, you know, technology. There's just, you know guns the open range horses and all that kind of stuff right and you know you think you go to whatever other towns there are and you know things like that do you think people would come back to our time and say like man those crispy cream donuts man i really want some of them crispy cream donuts yeah i mean you got me when you brought up the west world stuff like well there's no you know don't people just go there to break the law and get away with it kind of thing that's like they're <laughs> appealing to their baser instincts right so no but the Krispy Kreme thing yes I totally agree with that like yeah I want to you know yeah they used to make these delicious uh you know gummy bears I can't get them anymore the replicated ones suck yeah <laughs> yeah I'm going back in time I need some of them a couple some crates of those egg some of those egg McMuffins <laughs> exactly there you go you think McDonald's survived in the future oh you know what I'm happy I'm happy that I can't say one way or the other because uh, Thank uh has a Star Trek done that to us? Have they have we seen a franchise in the you know, we talked about this already. Like there's very, very mm. few uh brand names that have made it into the future in Star Trek. Right. Yeah. And if I saw a McDonald's in a Star Trek film, I'd be really disappointed. <laughs> well, we've already talked about product placement. I mean well, Yeah, I guess I mean, you know, I could forgive Nokia, right? Okay, technology and stuff, but a McDonald's would just no. That would just that would, that ended for you would be McDonald's. I, yeah, I walk out. That's what I would do. They're, they're flying in the shuttle, you know. You know how they go out to like the Enterprise, and they're ta- they're taking off from you know Starfleet, and you know in the distance you see the yellow glow of the of the golden arches. Yeah, that would that would um that, that would uh, that'd be it for you. Wait, are you talking about like a like a like a Golden arches, like <laughs> up in space, so they can yeah, stop and they can drive yeah. through on the I'm, way up I'm to the Enterprise. Like, I'm thinking like Fifth Element style, you know, like how they have the, like the boats that come around and right. you know they come to your window. Like there's a there's a dude riding around with the golden arches, and he's got like you know some cheeseburgers, some chicken McNuggets, a couple of shakes. <laughs> yeah, that would that would be horrifying. Even if you know Abrams tried to pull it <laughs> off in the in the reboots, it just would it wouldn't work. Uh, 
Oh, thank God. Thank God, Dave. They haven't done that. <laughs> well, I feel like you did. And I know I'm like going off on this tangent, but I'm like, would it make it more? Would it make it more real or just make it like grown? Like, you know, you know, people say want to see real things and yeah. you want to make it believable. And, you know, superheroes are real, you know, like Marvel. You know, they did a lot to make us believe that superheroes were real and stuff like that. And um, do you think like the inclusion of like a Burger King or a McDonald's or Starbucks or whatever would make it more believable? Like, do we have to have everything futurized in order to – to make it us believe we're in the future. I think there, I think there's a place for it. You know, like I think, you know, it wasn't like uh, uh not running man. What was um, Schwarzenegger on Mars? What movie was that? Oh, total recall. Total recall. I'm pretty, that would work. I could see a McDonald's on Mars, but it also would, I don't know, just kind of fit that. Right. Because it's kind of a kind of campy kind of, I don't know. I, I guess I'm, now it's that all stuffy, right? Well, I think Star Trek is, you know, a little bit more, you know, uh, I don't know, you know, just right. more highbrow than that. I'm going to sound like a snob. I'm trying not to sound like a snob. I just Star Trek feel... is so highbrow, we can't have McDonald's. It doesn't fit. It just doesn't fit. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Uh, but, you know, you're, you, I, you, <laughs> I know now. Now you've jinxed us. We're going to see some kind of corporate logo in an upcoming yeah, Picard. He's gonna no. He wouldn't go to a Starbucks. Not Picard. Uh, all right. I'd thanks like my for Earl, yeah. my Earl Grey tea, please. Hot. Beep boop boop. Uh, before we, I, I guess we really haven't even talked about this minute yet, but I just <laughs> wanted to uh, before we talk talk about the minute, um, just a quick. You know, we were we were talking Monday of how the you know the dialogue is all kind of feels like it's snipped and cut and uh, like this piece is missing. Um, yeah. Our pal Vaughn and McIntyre may have felt the yep. same way because uh, there's actually some more dialogue in the novelization. Um, okay. So uh, after uh, Kirk says, you know, uh, tell him faces are on stun and good luck. And he closes the communicator. Um, actually, she calls it a, the beeper. <laughs> so, uh, she's writing it from Jillian's point of view, I guess. Um, this is what Kirk says. He's like, uh, this is my concierge. I, I, I just can't get it programmed not to call me at the most inconvenient times. And Jillian's like, you program your concierge? I bet he loves that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and, it, and then, you know, they start, he, you know, again, he jumps, he jumps, so we should take it from the top. He jumps and says, tell me when the whales are going to be released. So there's, there's a little bit of that random back and forth. Uh, She's like, geez, I don't even know the rest of your name. And he says, it's James. Who do you think I am? So mm, we saw who do you think I am, right? And yeah, um, and we were just wondering, right? Did, does he does she know any of his name? So she, right. Um, what's not clear here is if she heard Scotty call him Kirk, and now she knows it's it's, it's James Kirk, right? So anyway, so Vonda filled in some blanks again. She knew we were going to be picking this thing over. So, want to talk about okay. minute sixty-eight? Sure. <laughs> um, so it starts with Jillian uh, finishing what she was asking. She's like, "Don't tell me you're from outer space." And we get this great line from Kirk: "No, yeah. I'm from Iowa. I only work in outer space." Which is true. It's a great line. Yeah. Was that in the trailer? 
Um, I don't remember. It's been so long ago since we watched the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when. Um, but I do love it. I mean, the, the, well, one, again, he's being, he's being honest, right? He's not, he's not lying. Uh, but it is kind of a funny thing to think about. Like, oh, yeah, he does. He works in outer space. That's funny. <laughs> um, and I did, I did, I think we've talked about this already this season, but this is his first, this is the first time in canon that we know that learned Kirk is from Iowa. Right. Um, so I did some uh, research with the interns on this one and uh, uh, got a confirmation. So first time for Iowa. I wonder what people thought. Do you remember being struck by that at all when we saw it originally? I don't. Like Iowa, you know, I'm like, oh, he's a yeah. farmer. He grew corn. I don't know. So this was the this was the first time we we hear him being referenced being from Iowa. Yep. Hmm. No, I feel like you're about to challenge. No, no, that. I'm just no, no challenge. Just I find that quite uh, fascinating that we would and we would have taken it so matter of fact back then. Yeah. Back in the 80s. Do you think like the Star Trek nerds would have been like totally like, oh, my God, they said he was from Iowa. He's from Iowa. Right. Like when they walked out of the theater. Did you know Kirk right. was from Iowa? I didn't know. Right. That. Yeah. Uh, no, that probably wasn't the main takeaway from the film. Yeah, that wasn't. I don't think that was the main takeaway. But I'm sure when people went and saw it like, you know, 10 times and was like, oh, wow, you know, Iowa, Iowa. And there was no place to share this information. So there was no like, you know, Twitter or let me rephrase that. There was no like Twitter or social media to share that information yep. quickly and to uh, readily available masses. You know, I'm sure back then there were, you know, message boards and stuff like that that people, you know, linked up on. CompuServe was that that around then? Eighty six. Eighty six, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, of course, now. Uh, a reveal like that would be like a bombshell, right? And right. you're right. It would spread like wildfire. Um, the things that this kind of thing where they, they drop this factoid um, for, you know, first and first time it's mentioned and stuff, it, it makes me like, I think I would kind of like that. If that was my job, my job was to collect all the facts from, right. you know, a franchise, whether it's Star Trek, Star Wars, any of them, right. You know, uh, what are the facts? What do we know? Well, we know Kirk's from Iowa because he said it in Star Trek Four. You know, that compendium, building a compendium, that you know, encyclopedia that goes with a franchise. That would be kind of fun because this is one of them, right? This is you know, like, well, I know Kirk, James T. Kirk, grew up in Iowa. You know, hey, now we got a little bit of backstory there. Um, I don't know. I'm being a little corny, but <laughs> so so people have those. That's a job, right? People have that yeah. job. Um, oh yeah. So. All right. Um, so Jillian again. Now she's now she's back into play along, right? Right. Like, yeah. You're a, lo you're a loon. She's like, well, I was close. I, I knew outer space was going to come to it sooner. <laughs> she's waiting for like Kirk to pull out a tinfoil hat. Right. Yeah. Stick it exactly. on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And that was, um... that's the next part. Next part was all the awkward laugh, laughter. Yeah. The, okay, the, the truth. <laughs> I'm all ears. Yeah, and then they do the awkward laughing, you know, ha, 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 <laughs> um, And then Kirk lays it out for her. I mean, he just plain and simple tells her the truth. I would have uh, I would have thought, 
it would have been funnier if he like drank that whole beer first, <laughs> right? Just the that awkward moment where he slowly drained it, and then well, he takes a, yeah, well he takes a huge sip, and then and then he lets her know I'm from you know the 23rd century. I come back time to bring Juwan back wilds with me in an attempt to repopulate the species, and then he takes another huge drink. <laughs> Uh, he realizes at the moment how he sounds, right? Yeah. Exactly what you were asking. Like, how would you prove or how would you, you know, tell somebody this This is what's going on without sounding insane? Uh, and he knows he sounds insane. Yes. Oh, yeah. Does he, you know, could he, is it is it in Kirk's nature, uh, you know, we've joked around about that, you know, mm. we come in peace, shoot to kill. Uh, yeah. <laughs> is it in Kirk's nature, like, all right, I'm going to tell you the truth, but you're a dead woman. <laughs> like, I can't, you know, now that I've told you, you, you yeah. can't, you can't stay. You've either got to, you know, and I'm jumping ahead, but you either got to come right. with us or, you know, I got I gotta to take you, you, I can take you out right now. I don't think he would do that. Do you think he would do that? I don't think he would. I just, I, I think he, I think that, I think his solution would be to take her, right? Are you going to come right. with us? Um, but I'm just like every character, just or just about every character. I guess I haven't, I don't, have a, don't have it in front of me. Is every one of them is tampered with the timeline, right? right? Yeah. Kirk did it with the glasses. Scotty did it with the formula. Yep. Um, I don't think Sulu has done anything yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We know we know McCoy's gonna. Um, yep. And then and did Spock has Spock did anything? He's, he's well, he mind melted with the the whale. Right. He's kind of a it's kind of been blowing their cover, right? Yeah. By acting just by being Spock. Right, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Kirk's just like, screw it. I'm just going to tell her. Might as well go for it. Yep. Uh, and again, the Jillian is like, oh, well, why, why didn't you just say so? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's, oh, uh, I love her line here. Well, why did you just say so? I mean, why all the coy disguises? And her face and, like, how she cocks her head, it's just like totally playing along with everything that he's uh that he's saying yeah i do i love it she's just like like you're a nutball i love her for hanging in there and i've been saying it for yes. I don't know how many minutes that she just keeps hanging in there i should be not once is she like all right i've had enough i'm gonna walk out on you um but so this one now she's just now she's just stringing him along um and what is, oh, it's still in this one too. You want the details. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't miss this for all the tea, the in, tea China. in China. What does the tea in China have to do with anything? Wouldn't that what be a Spock, Spockism? So Spock, well, Spock would be like, well, there's approximately, uh, you know, <laughs> a quarter billion tons of uh, China. Right. This, yeah. uh, this part of the uh, 21st, 20th, 20th century. He'd have the, yeah, he'd have all the, all the factoids. Oh yeah, definitely. So yeah, uh, it's a good minute. These are all these are all pretty yep. good minutes we've been going through. Um, I think I remember he's like, ah, they're just talking, right? It's kind of boring and uh, nothing super exciting going on. But we get some right, good yeah. comedy. We get some good yep. uh, Kirk uh, Shatner acting here. Uh, some good awkward moments, and we learn some facts. Kirk's from Iowa. Good stuff. That's all I got, buddy. Yep, that's all I got. That's it? 
Well, cool. Well, let's uh, let's wrap it up. And uh, you know what? Before we uh, before we go, let's invite everybody to go uh, head out to StarTrekMinute.com and uh, click on the merchandise link. Because on the merchandise link, we have all sorts of stuff we sell. And uh, everything you buy, uh, a little bit of the purchase goes back to the show. Helps keep the lights on here at Star Trek Minute. Um, we've been uh, uh, this season. We've had some interesting. Uh, yep. Uh, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, to say the least, some interesting. Uh, uh, licensing issues with uh, our pals at CBS. Yep. Uh, and so we are. We uh, for a while there, we didn't have anything to sell. Our designs were all under review. Yep. Uh, but they're slowly coming back online. So CBS has given us the green line of some stuff. So, and we also um, we usually have new stuff coming every once in a while. Anyway, so check it out. StarTrekMinute.com. Click on the merchandise link. Please and thank you. And uh, we'll be back on Friday talking about minute 69 of the voyage home here at the Star Trek Minute. Bye now. Goodbye.